What's up, board wrestling fans? She of the internet here. And this is our WrestleMania 30 post show. We have just witnessed history. And debatably one of the best WrestleManias I've seen in the last 10 years. I might be wrong. I don't know. There's only one way to find out. And tonight we're joined by Think So Joe. Hello. And our pals from the pre show. Your extended family, the Booker T's gentlemen. Who wants to start us off? We're going to run through the whole card, but let's just go with general thoughts. If you had to give it a number rating, I'm giving this a G out of G. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I asked to start the show tonight because... I didn't even plan on being here. I figured, no, I, I should go to bed. I have to be responsible. Seconds after the third last match of the night, I instantly messaged Joe, and I told him we have to do a podcast. <laughs> you know, it, it, uh, it, it, So, it's... Joe, I'm going to throw it to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you pick up your normal hosting duties, <laughs> and thank you for letting uh, you know this end of the microphone start off the show. I'm actually pretty excited about what we had to happen tonight and i'm going to pass the title to you i'll be quite honest man i i was like ready to just you know okay wrestlemania is you know gonna end and i'm gonna watch the post show which apparently they're not doing because they're showing an episode of countdown on the wwe network right now <laughs> um and and i kind of said you know okay well if you know if nobody else wants to do it okay i guess i'm not gonna do it by myself and then the incident you're referring to happened, and uh, you kind of said, we need to do one, and I, I knew you were absolutely right, and of course we'll get to that, and, and I'm, I'm sure everybody knows exactly what we're talking about, because how can you overlook it? It's, it was just stunning. Stunned. How do you guys feel over there? Uh, I think Roddy Piper shouldn't have shaked Mr. T's hand. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just out of words for it that's, exa that's exactly what I'm talking about that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about it's like my childhood just fucking shocking died shocking it, unbelievable unbelievable it, like I think I think everyone's everyone's faces was exactly the same as those crowd shots that they cut to yeah everybody in the theater we were at the theater everybody just kind of nobody said a thing and then it, everybody just kind of started going what did, did that just actually fucking happen? You're gonna like, love the animated GIF for this podcast episode. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't, I haven't actually seen it animated yet. I, I know you sent it to me, but I didn't even get a chance to look at it. So. JT might join in and out there. He didn't watch the show, so <laughs> that might be interesting. Oh, yeah, I don't he was know if he, Captain America wasn't he? Yeah, I, I don't know if he like knows what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, whatever. Just yeah, take if her, he wants to. Take he's her beat Lesnar. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, nope. I mean that's that's the obvious thought, right? <laughs> okay. And and in, in retrospect, I think the build looking back on it is kind of brilliant because they made Lesnar look like a total bitch the whole time. He looked just like a clumsy asshole. And, and like no one would have seen it coming. I I think it's uh I think it it was it, it kind of like thinking about it, I'm kind of all right with with the outcome. Oh, I got a message. Let's see. Oh, that's that, G. That, that, that's what I'm actually trying to wrap my head around. You know, it's it's like we witnessed history. We saw something very significant happen. 
Yeah, I, I, that guy. If you had asked me before it happened if I ever wanted to see, the, you know, what went down, you know, with the, with the Mr. T handshake go down, <laughs> I, I, I would have said no. You know, the handshake should never happen, but. <laughs> I, I think the big picture here is 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 whether or not you know Mr. T is going to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got like four people in this room right now. They <laughs> love that. I, I I this is the text I got, and it, it's from my cousin. He says, "I'm going to riot in my living room." <laughs> okay. <laughs> And we're just, I've we're seen all a just... bunch of people being rather, rather over emotional. It's, it's. Yeah, I've also seen some that. really interesting, uh, talk people away from the ledge moments. You know, it's like, listen, we're, we're part of the A team. You know, we we'll, we can fly. We'll just knock them out, and uh, you know, <laughs> Rampage Jackson will return for a sequel. It's it's all good. It was good to see Orndorff. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, coming off his uh, cancer-free. Yeah. Whoa, you guys are still yeah. talking. <laughs> Did you guys even? Yeah, leave? same show. Oh yeah, same we show. we stayed on the we stayed on the air through the whole pay-per-view and everything. Uh, yeah, J- JT, you, you you missed nothing. It was JT. A, how was Captain America? Was it worth it? <laughs> yes, it was. Cause you know why? Why? I got to drink dollars. <laughs> Iron Maiden beer. I says Iron Maiden's trooper beer. George was showing everybody the pictures. Of you drinking the Iron Maiden Trooper beer. So yes, that made it all worth it. <laughs> Does he even know what he missed? I don't know if he knows. What I he know that I know the streak ended. Okay. I know um, Brian's champion. I know you can't see me beat Bray Wyatt. Well, let's let let's get into the card a little bit here because because uh, that's obviously what we're here to talk about is the and entire I, card. I, 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 I need to know if Captain America died. <laughs> he does it. He does it. He does it. I am gonna spoil this much for you. There's, there's, there are two scenes at the end of it. The second one, you don't really have to sit through. It really does nothing to the story. There, it's like there, shwar- the, shawarma, huh? Shawarma, shawarma. Gotta go get some shawarma. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But right. yeah, no. The, the first one, yeah, you you want to sit through, but the last one, it's like I waited, and then it, it was like really. Well, it's there, like there the iron. Some- Iron Man three, the uh, fourth wall break. That's they just explain like why he's talking to the audience. It's just him talking to Banner. That was good. That was good. That was that was a that was that was. But the, 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 this one was complete. It's completely pointless. Yeah. All right. So, well, we, let's. Well, since since Please, you no. don't, we won't be spoiling you, JT. Uh, we won't spoil the the audience who have not gone out to see uh, the cap. Uh, but I, and I'd venture to say that anybody that's listening to this podcast has at least some idea of what's happened at WrestleMania. I would hope so. Um, but before we go to the card, um, out, out of ten, would you give Captain America a G out of G or, or no? <laughs> JT. Yeah, that question is for you, bud. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> with the foam overall, like yeah, I'll give you a G, yeah, I'll do a G, a G out of G. Would you give it a G out of G or a JTG out of JTG? Because you put you guys oh, together, you're JTG. That's right. That's intense. That's, what, that's, that's his Canadian that's, gimmick. That's, I would <laughs> rate WrestleMania as a JTG. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I I just clicked on the thing and then all of a sudden I got the li- I got the live broadcast at the same time as the rest the of the show. Thing he did. This, this <laughs> the same thing he did the first time around. 
okay, so what, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give Captain America a G out of G. That's the only thing I will. I, I can say. I can say. I remember being asked. Everything else is where the show started playing again. Well, they asked uh, asked you if you would give it a JTG out of JTG. Oh, definitely, buddy. That's <laughs> this oh, Canadian cool. gimmick on the show. Uh, yeah. Hey, ugly Bob. Why is it ugly? <laughs> did was, was Scott in the audience, buddy? Oh yes, there was a lot of Scott in the audience. He was <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> that Newfoundland, that Newfoundland, that Newfoundland guy that likes to sodomize his boy was there too. <laughs> All right, let's let, let, let's let's go through this because obviously we want to get to the last uh, two out of the last three matches. But but let's start at the, at the top. Let's start with the WrestleMania kickoff. The Usos didn't see it. Usos okay. Well, the Usos retained their titles. They made it a four way elimination match. Uh, yep. Real Americans eliminated uh, the Matadors first. Uh, then they eliminated Ryback's and. Finally, the Usos beat the Real Americans. Cesaro turned on Swagger. Oh. Yes. Ah. Oh, we did not fucking know that one. Yeah, so, uh, Swagger locked him in the ankle lock because he blamed him for the loss because he's the one who got pinned. Oh. And um, Cesaro got up and just gave him the swing. We got our we got our final resolution on, on this team. It's, what, did, it, what was Coulter saying? That's it's one of the reasons we're here tonight, guys. I mean, we uh, we got a culmination of a storyline that would lead to another match later, and uh, that was actually a really good match. I, uh, I I found my stream to be able to watch the network, and it it, it went pretty smoothly. I, I did uh, send you uh, the yeah, the I, link. I got I got it, but we were like we were in the theater by that point. So. Well, tomorrow night you might be able to watch the uh, the post show after. What should be an interesting raw? Oh, it always, it yeah. always, always is the night after WrestleMania, and it's been, and, and now with what happened. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Don't mean, don't mean to cut in again. Gary Barnage has got a picture up on his Twitter. He's got two of the WrestleMania winners with the chair with their chairs ready to go give each other chair shots. He <laughs> <laughs> hit his page here. WrestleMania scavenger hunt winners. Well, it's on his Twitter account. Uh, yeah, I'm on his Facebook. I'll look at it later. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so Cesaro turned on Swagger and gave him the giant swing, and uh, I couldn't tell what Zeb was saying because I had a room full of people at that point and no idea what was what anybody said throughout the whole show. Uh, and of course, we kicked off WrestleMania proper. I, it, this is what sucks. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they did. They started off with the uh, with the with the long half hour promo, right? You guys all saw that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Oh, well, you know something, brother? I sure can cut a promo. It was the most epic promo you could ever, ever have dealt with, brother. It was, it was Hulk Hogan, it was The Rock, and it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is, this uh-huh. is like, I don't know. Is it? It started with "What you gonna do, brother?" Uh, there was some beer, some rock meat quotes, and it ended with "What you gonna do?" And that's it. Those. So, oh, and, so that's um, all I missed. Okay. Hogan Hogan kept forgetting the name. Oh yeah, he kept the, calling the Super, Super Dome the Silver Dome. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then Austin and Rock continually made fun of him for yeah. uh, throughout their thing. Well you, know something, well, you know something, brothers. That's what I get for hanging out with Sin Cara before the before the <laughs> show. Brother. Well, this is this is what happened, right? We're like we watched the entire pre-show, the entire two hours, and then WWE Network present. And it was done. 
Uh, it was frozen. I'm like, are I, you fucking kidding me? I heard me? a lot of people had, like, there was audio problems. There was audio problems during the post-show, or the pre-show, rather. We did have those. And uh, we were like, oh, shit, what happened? You know, we're trying to fix it on our end. And we realized, oh, shit, everybody else is having the same problem. And I don't yeah. think it was just a WWE Network thing. I think it was across all platforms, I believe I saw. I um, heard there were problems with audio sync from, like, it's a probably bunch of people. The stadium itself. Yeah, well, we... So... But we got through. Well, it, it depends on what what you have. I'm, I'm seeing some people had a flawless, some people had problems, and some people had you know in between. You know, it was like well, spotty. Th- and this is what this is. Let me let me finish telling you what happened to me. So WWE Network present, and it freezes, and we're like, oh shit, and we're just waiting for it to come back on because usually sometimes it'll freeze and it'll just come right back. But it didn't come right back. So I get up to uh, like try and refresh the page, and my modem is blinking like and i'm like what the fuck so i grab my wife's phone i put on the uh the mobile hotspot pull wrestlemania back up on my computer that's hooked up to my tv call time warner cable like hey uh you fuckers need to fix my internet right now because i paid you (laughs) they're like oh no we don't they're like we don't see an outage in your area we have to send a tech out on tuesday i'm like oh great i'm gonna use up my entire 10 gigs of data watching wrestlemania tonight (laughs) <laughs> um, it it wound up coming back on like right at the end of the end of the promo, and uh, okay. so we were able to switch back, and it didn't go out again. Uh, they wound up calling my wife back because it's the account's under her name and under her phone number. So they call her back. She gives me the phone. They said, "Oh, we're we're sorry about the outage earlier. Uh, you know, it, there was an outage in your area. Like, yeah, that's not what the guy I talked to said. Um, do you still need that technician on Tuesday? Like." Apparently not. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who is a Time Warner subscriber, they're a bunch of idiots. Oh, they are. They definitely are. But you know, that's kind of that was kind of like what happened last week. I was chatting with G last week during here during the Walking Dead finale. It got to like thirty-five minutes because it was spotty the whole. It was it was it was you know. Stopping every so often, and then it just went blank like 35 minutes into it. I'm like, no! I'm like, I'm starting to freak. I'm literally starting to freak out, and I'm like, fucking time when I I I wasn't gonna touch anything, you know. We just started. I started changing channels around, and then I went back, and then it was back on. And like, I only missed about like three minutes of it, but it was like the long one of the longest three minutes of my life. To be fair, there there there, not that much happened in between that fucking episode. Yeah, so you didn't miss much, just like I didn't miss much. Yeah, well, basically all I missed was them breaking into something and getting patted down. That was all I missed. Yeah, yeah. So then we get we get the uh, we get the Shao Kahn Triple H entrance, right? Yes, all the chairs and things mixed together and spray painted gold. Yeah, so so we saw we saw that, and uh, Triple H comes to the ring, and then Daniel Bryan's music hits, and George goes, "This match is now." <laughs> I'm like, too. I'm like, dude, no. Triple H just made his entrance because the match is two hours from now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna sit right inside the whole fucking. He night. he just wanted to get there early. He wanted to sit in his underwear and watch the match, <laughs> the rest of the show. <laughs> and uh, as I think everybody predicted, Daniel Bryan won. Yeah, but I, that match was really good. It was. It was absolutely. I got to watch the whole thing. My cable didn't go back out. Uh, but yeah, great, a great match. And uh, of course, Triple H attacked him after the match, which you knew was going to happen, right? The Stephanie slaps. 
Yeah, he's just smiling at her. <laughs> I was waiting for him to yell, "You hit like a girl again!" Yeah. Oh, like he did the last time. But uh, I got Gary Barnage over here messaging me on Facebook and asking me what he's so pissed. He's so pissed, Gary yeah, Barnage. He was not happy Browns. about the streak. No, I don't think any. I don't. I don't. I don't know anybody that really was. We'll, we'll get to that though. Um. The next match was actually really short. Actually, I got the times right here. Two minutes and 57 seconds. The Shield defeated Kane in the New Age Outlaws. What did you guys think of that short match? Uh, perfect amount. Like, literally, it was just awesome. I just thought the whole thing was great. Yeah, like, it was really quick. It was, and It was it felt well-paced, and it was just like they took a boring angle, and they made it interesting in, like, five minutes. And it just got me yeah. really hyped for Face Shield. Yeah, like, I, like, really they, like I, I love those guys as a as a just awesome kind of face group. Kind of like, uh, reminds me of when the, when the Radicals turn face. Uh, it works. Do you guys think yeah, it was kind I, of... You guys... I was really concerned that they, they were going to job out the Shield. Like, I, I mean, I predicted the Shield would win, but I, I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen. That was clearly proven tonight. And... It was exactly like you guys said. It was short. It was sweet, and it was to the point. It's like these guys are the future and the past, you know, in that regard. And I know that kind of is a weird allusion towards what we're going to talk about shortly. Um, huh, I'm watching a golf ad for Callaway. Weird. Um, but serious, <laughs> <laughs> how it's on. That's fucked up. Now I'm watching KFC ad, so that's that doesn't mean anything. Nonetheless. Uh, I I was pleased. Like I I I don't think there's a reason for this group to break up. I really don't. I I say this so many times, week in and week out. I I hate this idea that you can't push guys on a singles run, and oh. meaning you have to like to take away a faction. It, it, to me, like they they they've done it so many times. To ruin a faction like that would just be like a waste of good writing. Like, yeah. I, good two years that's a waste it's a, it would be a total waste like let ambrose go defend his you know u.s title they don't have to break up the goddamn shield and if, if no. roman, roman reigns can be pushed elsewhere ambrose can go be drunk and hang out with the apa it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, uh you guys think it was kind of an illusion to tim hortons that uh that the match ended with a triple double <laughs> that that was a really cool finish. That that that, uh, that power bomb to the New Age Outlaws. Uh, uh, it just it just made those guys look red hot. Yeah, and uh, I I I I think JBL JBL said something in the commentary like the attitude error is over or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. That's exactly what he said. Yeah, I, nice I couldn't hear any of the commentary. Kind of so, <laughs> yeah, I, he, a triple double power bomb. You know, it's a that's your order, Tim Hortons tomorrow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I'm not working. Yeah. <laughs> so the the Andre the Giant Memorial Thirty Man Battle Royal, as we like to call it, the Armbar, uh, because it's the Andre Rusimov Memorial Battle. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Cesaro Cesaro won the match. Now. He wasn't even booked for the match. <laughs> I, I was pleasantly surprised by this. I mean, you, you, you know, people on our on our site will know that I'm I'm naturally biased. I like my battle royale with cheese quite a bit. I <laughs> I, I, I like seeing um, the fact that we we got uh, 
our, our our random mystery guys that were involved one of them of course was Cesaro we got another one was Tyson Kidd who actually looked great in this match he had a a lot of a lot of camera time stayed in for quite a bit too and there were there was like so many near spots and dangling moments and like they people who complain about battle royales just being like you know punches and brawls like they they were really creative here and i, oh. I think they did a, a much better job than any of us anticipated I, I i that might have been my favorite battle royale i've seen in, in god knows how long if not ever like it was great i i uh, like really didn't give a shit at the beginning of it and it's like the second kali was thrown out it got fucking really interesting really fast did you guys think maybe that kofi was supposed to land on his feet on the steps Instead of on his ass, that was a cool spot. It was. If it was planned or not, that was really cool and like brutal too. Yeah, that that was probably that was like the best. Like Kofi, like oh, he he managed to you know skin the cat in his own creative way again. So that was that was cool to see. You know, I, I picked Alberto Del Rio in our pre-show, and I was actually rooting for him because, just like me, he's a 49ers fan, and that's my main reason for rooting for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, him, him, and uh, uh, Jack Swagger <laughs> and, and Roman Reigns are all. He was signing out like drop kicks and shining wizards like they're water. Yeah, he was looking was, golden. He was looking great, and then he got thrown out, and I'm like, oh damn it! You know, I had actually uh, we're in a we're in a group on Facebook that does a predictor thing, and I actually had picked Big E, and Big E actually kind of went out early, which surprised yeah, me. Yeah, that, that was surprising. I I was I was more uh, into the match than I thought I'd be. Yeah, it really picked up really fast. Like like I said, when like you know you started thinning out, like you know Yoshitatsu, Zack Ryder, Kali went out, and then it just you had like a good amount of talent in there and like those guys really fucking shined and like you know i wish part of me wishes del rio would have won but it's like i don't feel as bad because him and sheamus went out at the same time i was at, at that point i was like anybody but fucking sheamus better fucking win this they were <laughs> those were the last four was del rio sheamus big show and cesaro, and cesaro. And when it came yeah. down to Cesaro and Big Show, it's like holy shit! This 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 is gonna be epic. Well, whatever I, happens, I, I was happy to be wrong. Like I, I wasn't banking on no, Seamus no, no. I like the guy. No, <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I was very happy to be wrong, but uh, and especially the finish, because I, I know JT didn't see it. Alberta or, or um, excuse me, Cesaro picked up the Big Show and body slammed him all over the top rope to the floor. Unbelievable! Yeah, he, they made they made Cesaro look like a million bucks. That he's the new Hogan. I I lost my mind during that moment. I was so happy to see Cesaro like you know go from the the rugby guy to the weird yodeling guy, and then started getting pushed in the Real Americans, and then finally he gets this really big awesome moment. I was I was super happy. I had pointed out uh, to people in the studio that it was still bigger than the uh, than the trophy Andre was upset about getting for being undefeated for 15 years that led to the Hulk Hogan match at WrestleMania 3. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's a massive trophy. He's going to be carrying that around huge. for a year? Holy shit. That thing's huge. He could barely lift it, and he had just body slammed the freaking big show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he to give him a fucking wheelbarrow just to freaking drag it around. He can yodel while he's pushing it. He's going to put it around his neck and carry it to the ring that way. (laughs) His neck will be huge by next year. All right, so after that, we had John Cena and Bray Wyatt. And um, once again, John Cena... 
kicks out of a young talent's finisher and then beats him. But Bray went out in fucking style. Yeah, he did. did you he looked good that whole match. First of all, JT, this is what you missed. You missed Mark Crozier performing on the way. Well, while Bray Wyatt was on the way to the ring, which was awesome. And you and you missed the entire crowd just swaying and singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. hands. He's got the that that was a really cool moment. I think tomorrow night on uh, Raw, that's gonna, that's be, gonna be that's gonna be really great. I oh, yeah. is gonna be singing that. I would not doubt that for one second. It's it's such an organic thing at the, at the Raw after WrestleMania. It was just you know Fandangoing just happened. At, at, yep. at last year, you know, and everything, just the crowd chance for the, the Sheamus Orton match was just unbelievable. It's a crowd that has traveled and they've been out of town for days, and just they are like, "This is the last thing we're doing. We're gonna have fun." Oh, it's, and, oh yeah, and, and that take all the smarks around the world and you put them in one building in a small I building. I can't that. wait for WWE to to ruin it like uh, tomorrow, like. You know the very natural organic uh, thing will happen with the crowd singing that song, and then the next week uh, they'll have Jerry Lager. Everybody's doing hashtag uh, whiting. <laughs> yeah, whiting. And then yeah. they'll do little promos, and it'll be the worst thing ever. Go check out the new single on iTunes. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. No, I think that's there's like a that's a really good point. Like this, these guys are like uh, they're like deadheads. They're following Jerry Bear around. You know, or fans for like fish concerts and stuff, and they're 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 gonna they're gonna sing that song, and you know they're gonna sing that song. Uh, what I really liked about that that match was the, there was multiple creepiest shit moments, dude. You know, I like, loved like, not just the crab, which was fucking great. That, that I loved that, that part where Bray was like cradling his head and singing the song. Like that was like that's that's the highlight. That's why I think the crowd really started chanting it because he. He he took a very small little detail, just a tiny little little moment, and and he he put it up there as like his WrestleMania moment. I, I I'm a little I'm a little worried and concerned. Um, you know, ha ha ha, slow burn, ha ha ha, Damien Sandow, ha ha ha. I am concerned a little bit about that, but if if all the pundits are correct, that it didn't doesn't matter if you lost that match. If you ask me, he had the dominant. Uh, presence throughout it. I mean, he was he was essentially controlling the match from a standpoint of storytelling, and I I honestly want to continue to see Bray Wyatt continue moving forward. I mean, I, I've been marking out on this guy since I saw him in NXT like fucking two yeah. years ago. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and tell, telling like these guys because unlike us, you know, we don't get the network. The Yanks here, they didn't get NXT. And when we Joe did, but we had to pay him, for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. This this is money. I, 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 it was worth the ten bucks a month. It's still worth the ten J- bucks. Jake the Snake never won a title. Bray the Wyatt doesn't need I to think win the a title. Comparison is there for a good reason after tonight. I think that's a fair. I, you're absolutely fair you're person. absolutely right. And I I absolutely you, you mentioned the crab. I loved it. Seeing it goes for the uh, you can't see me. You know the the five you know the euphemism for masturbation in the PG era. <laughs> and uh, and the next thing you know, Bray Wyatt's up with a crab walk, and just Cena yeah. freaks out. Just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I almost made that the animated shift for this week. That, <laughs> that, always re- that always reminds me. I don't know if you guys ever played Ocarina of Time Zelda. Yes. 
Um, you know, like the owl who always tips his head upside down when he gives you advice. That, for whatever reason, the, the beard reminds me of that. I don't. Every time I see it, I start humming the theme song for when that fucking owl appeared. I. I really like that match for for once. I was really interested in the psychology of of a Cena yeah. match, like the idea that Bray Wyatt was trying to take Cena to this like you know darker place and like, trying to be this monster, that be a, we know unleash you, a monster. Yeah, be. and uh, yeah, I, I I this was like even though Cena won, Bray came out looking like a big star. He. he he looked really great, and did, did any, that that entrance as well with the Mark Crozer band doing with the yeah uh, voodoo makeup and they, wearing those cool ass masks the like Shango makeup. He he's gonna he's gonna be the next uh, Undertaker type character. Yeah, uh, I, I've got Brian you, sitting in my living room, and he's like, "I hope you all, I hope you know, they're not actually playing." Like, dude, who fucking cares? This is awesome. <laughs> like, I can tell they're not actually fucking playing right now, but it's still fucking cool, you know. Yeah, yeah it was p- part of the visual. I mean, they had that weird sort of mojo thing going on the stage before the band kicked off, and they're all wearing those masks. And except for the singer who had the the face paint or whatever. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a great visual. Like that that, that I think that's a great point, guys. Like you're talking about new Undertaker. I mean, he. Uh, well, he's that, he's all in one at entrance, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you guys uh, all laugh when the ref was like, "Don't do it, Cena. That's not like you to do that." Yeah, <laughs> it was such a personal was... moment between a referee and a superstar. Like I've, I, I can't remember any time that's really happened where it's been such a direct personal statement the in whole, a match. The whole theater started laughing like really hard when he said that. It was pretty... This isn't you, Cena. This isn't you. <laughs> uh. I'm just sitting. I'm sitting in my living room, like fucking hit him, fucking hit him, become the monster, <laughs> you know, because that's what he wanted him. He wanted him to hit him, become the monster, and show that finish he's the monster. Me. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, finish me. It just unbelievable ring psychology. Just that guy's. That guy gets it. That guy gets it. They, they, ha- they really have to continue this feud. Like, oh yeah, we got we got to see this go on another match. Actually, I like to see a best of three, even if Cena has to come up on top. Like I want to see, I want to see Bray get one over him, you know, and then maybe have a best of three if nothing else. Like they got to give us another one because that, I mean, up to this point in the in the card, I I was sitting sitting watching them thinking, like fuck, do I just had low expectations? But this might be one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Like. And, and I, I honestly felt that continued through the night. I, I, I hell, you know, I, I don't think there was a bad match on this card. Honestly, even with like, we'll get to the diva stuff later. I, even that had moments where I was just like, "What? This is good, kind of." <laughs> yeah. I mean, they set the bar pretty low with the last few WrestleManias. So, uh, even so, like, um. The last WrestleMania I remember, like really enjoying top to bottom, was twenty four, which I was like, at. <laughs> I was like there. all all the way through. Yeah, sorry, I said I said I was there. <laughs> no, yeah. I was there, and I I hear that a lot. Actually, a lot of people say that WrestleMania twenty four was the last really good WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was it, so much behind it, like sentimentally too, like well, the whole yeah, I mean, thing. To to be in that stadium, and I did not go to Raw the next night after that, and I I really wish I had because I got home after it started, uh, but just in time to see the whole you know Ric Flair send off and all that, and it's just 
but to be in that stadium when Ric Flair lost that match and to just feel that, you know, and, and then he goes and wrestles in TNA six months later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's but another story. That, yeah, that's besides the point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, no, I, I, I actually enjoyed this show. And, 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 and the sign of a good show for me is it brings out emotion in people. And I, 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 I can't argue with the fact that this next match brought out emotion in people. And, of course, we're talking about Brock Lesnar defeating The Undertaker, ending the streak... And and somebody had tweeted, and I don't know who it was because it was it was Brian reading it to me, uh, that you know Brock Lesnar didn't deserve it, but Paul Heyman did. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. But uh, I mean, I, I mean, you guys, you guys were watching in a theater, right? So, so yeah. what was the, what was the reaction uh, when the literally when the, dead fucking silence when when the three count happened? Dead silence. Everybody was like dead silent. Didn't get what happened at first, and then we all just kind of started looking at each other like did they do a miscount did this just happen like, and then you hear the bell ring and it was like jesus fucking christ holy it, shit it, it it almost felt to me and i don't know about you guys but it felt to me like time stood still for a minute i was yeah. i was about to yeah. say that it was like time stood still like i don't even i i'm not really sure how much time um, I was checking when the between <laughs> between the, uh, the the count and the actual ringing of the bell, because it felt like that moment where you know everyone's just looking at each other and we're like looking at the screen and we're looking at like you know the reaction shots uh, on the big screen and you know it, it was it was surreal. It was I like, didn't really hit me until I saw the screen that said twenty one and one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone everyone in the theater just went oh. Like what? that twenty one and one. This is we, this is real. This is happening. We're sitting here and we're watching it, and it's just holy shit. That that did not just happen. That no way. No, no way are they going to have Brock Lesnar be the guy to end the streak because we all thought it would be a younger guy that deserved to break the streak, and you know, you know, whatever. But you know, somebody that somebody that should have broken the streak that could have benefited from it. We don't, you know, don't really feel like Brock Lesnar is going to benefit from this other than it's going to be something else he you know Paul Heyman can brag about when he talks about Brock Lesnar and and the fact of the matter is George I think said it best he lost to a part-timer yeah yeah that's one thing that's kind of upsetting but at the same time Taker's been a part-timer for a few I, years I really hope they do take advantage of you know this win and they turn it into something with yeah. Lesnar like if if he becomes just like the the next big you know he, monster, he beat the streak, which is essentially the streak's always like it's bigger than the fucking belt. So why wouldn't you put him in that main event spot and make him a weekly guy and just have him decimate week after week until he faces Daniel Bryan and then see what happens there? Yeah, because if they if they restored that kind of monster phase that he had at the at, you know at the beginning of his career when he was the next big thing. Uh, I, I think making him an obstacle for people like Daniel Bryan um, and like The Rock, if he comes back and stuff yeah, like and that, and probably making him work uh, more than you know once every few months, will probably make him way less clumsy, and we won't have see as much botching as we usually do with him. So it's probably going to benefit him as like a wrestler. It would just that's probably the best thing to do if you know their whole mantra of let's 
best for business. I mean, it has given Lesnar some uh, legitimacy, uh, even though he's been in MMA and all that stuff. Just in in kayfabe wise, he's always he's been just kind of being beaten for the last few years. Yeah, his he's, first get, match back, Cena beats him. Triple H, Cena, Triple H, Punk—they've all gotten the upper hand on him. So, I mean, no, Lesnar beat Punk. Yeah, Les- Lesnar beat Punk at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lesnar um, beat Punk at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. I'm remembering yeah, that. It was wrong. just a really, lo- it was a really good match, but yeah. Lesnar got the upper hand. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, I suppose so. Well, but- here, here's the question, and and I saw a lot of people wondering this, and even people here were wondering this: What happens to the Undertaker? Is he done? I think he, that's it. Yeah. Retirement Hall of Fame. Yeah. Definitely done. Yeah, there, there, well, there's a lot of questions coming out of this match. I mean, th- this is. I, I feel like there needs to be some kind of resolution. We need to hear the we'll Dead Man say match. something. Yeah, like I don't see, think we'll see another match, but he'll, there'll probably be like he'll come out and maybe he'll address the crowd or he'll do something like short and sweet, like he likes to do. You know, just little symbol like symbolistic things. Because we all we all thought the streak would end a few years from now when you know it was obvious that like Taker was done, um, and I don't think anyone expected Taker to be done just yet. No, I thought it was going to go to at least twenty five. I was always of the mindset that it would be cool to have like the streak never end, and you, you, I mean, yeah, he's exactly. a dead man. It's like mythology, you know, like a character that because he's supposedly dead or whatever. He could come back, even though he, we kind of know kayfabe, et cetera. He's, you know, the guy retired or whatever, quietly, you know. But at some point, I guess they, they had to decide, like, okay, well, you know, they probably had their little backstage chat with him and, and, and decided, like, that they were going to end it. And, and that was agreed upon. And, I mean, maybe, you know, uh, the, the smart Callaway guys, like, saying, you know, I, I'm done this year. Like this is it. Like I'm too old for this shit. You know. Uh, well, he looks beat up. He he was blown up in the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I mean, I, I was seeing all these fucking idiots like posting shit about like, oh yeah, they forced him out and all that. And I know the chair and all that garbage and whatever. But I don't oh, even want to get to that. Decision. We're not here to talk about that. But this was his decision. I guarantee. Mm-hmm. You, this well, was, I mean, this and was... and that's the thing that that kind of comforted me is when I went on Twitter and people were saying, you know. This wouldn't have happened if he didn't agree to it. Yeah. So I mean that that's that's probably what what sparked my my kind of outlook at this is like be like a, you guys know I I don't I didn't want to see that I didn't want to see that but the ball was in his court and I think I'm gonna be okay with it. I'm not mm-hmm. really like mad. I I'm still kind of in shock. I, I I'm not happy because I, I like I said before I kind of like that idea of the mythology rolling on without him actually having to appear but but you feel it, satisfied yeah I, I think I'm okay with it I don't I'm not going to be going on and complaining and like I've, I've seen enough of it already quite frankly I I'm just not even commenting on it other than than that because it's just I figured if we're gonna if if there's going to be any discourse out of this microphone. We're going to do it on this show, and that, that's why that's why I immediately I went to Joe and I'm like, you know what? Let's let's do this podcast because th- this is this is this is history. What we witnessed tonight, like it or not, what we saw tonight is a WrestleMania moment. This is not only WrestleMania 30, but this is the most significant thing WrestleMania has ever had. 
outside of possibly the body slam. The guy in the front row with the Daniel Bryan t-shirt, the Um, black guy whose eyes just got really wide. I've seen that. That that picture has been retweeted thousands of times already. Yeah, oh yeah. He's an art chef. Yeah, I, I know he is. I saw it, actually. Yeah, it, it it it's that's what it is, and like so, I I stepped back for a second, even after I sent that PM, and I'm 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 glad you got the, the other guys here have hopped on, and thank you for doing so because it is late in your neck of the woods. The Brock Lesnar guy is in our yeah. in our GIF, stunned. Yeah, stunned. So he, Brock Lesnar. He was upset. And, and I mean, I, I've I've had correspondence with Michael Cork, and, and yeah. he's he's actually a pretty open open uh, guy. You, you want to ever hit him up, just go to Facebook and talk to him. Like he's a, he's actually a pretty chill dude. Uh, you know, I'll just leave that name there. I dropped. Oh, give me up a star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're friends with the Brock Lesnar guy. I'm friends with DDP on on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> one of the reasons I think this WrestleMania is one of the best ones we've had in history is is this event. Love it or hate it, is significant. It it means a lot. Let me put and it this way: be debates and and people are gonna argue and bicker back and forth till the end of motherfucking time. Let me put it this way: when I put the idea out there of doing a post show a couple of weeks ago, everybody said no, yeah, and now I'm on I, here I, with you and with JT and with with Chris and Adrian, and we're talking about this because absolutely what you said: it's history. Yeah, yeah. This I, is- I think uh, truly shocking moments in wrestling. I've kind of come few and far between, especially for fans like us. So, I mean, they gave us something to like truly, like you know, feel like in our hearts, basically. Yeah, it's like you know, ever since I was like a little kid, you know, you're terrified as uh, seeing the Undertaker come out, and you learn to love him, and then you know. He became a badass taker, which was just awesome the whole way through. And then he went back to that dead man. And I'm still a kid then as much as I am now. And it just feels like, you know, a part of you is gone because it's like that. You don't ever expect that to end. It's like, oh, that's going to go on forever. It's like, you know, when Harold Ramis died, I did not. You don't think of it until something happens. You know, let, let me let me tell you guys an Undertaker story because when I was a kid, Undertaker debuted in 1990. I was I was around 10 years old because my birthday's in November. He debuted at Survivor Series, so I think I, I was yeah. probably 10. I probably just turned 10, and um, I was a big Ultimate Warrior guy. I loved the Ultimate I Warrior. I, I'm I was a huge Hulkamaniac, and I still am. But um, back then, I was just this big Ultimate Warrior fan, and um. The thing happened with the Undertaker and the Ultimate Warrior on the funeral parlor, where Undertaker locks him in the casket, and he's trying to like claw his way out, and he's you know they had to pry him out, and he was in there for like five minutes. WWF put out a, uh, a poster book. You buy you buy the magazine, you get eight posters. They're they're double sided posters. There's four posters yeah. that you can put up, basically. One side had the Ultimate Warrior, the other side had the Undertaker. I put the Undertaker side out. Because I was terrified of The Undertaker coming out of the poster and killing me or something <laughs> along those lines. Because that is that was a powerfully scary guy. And especially with the, uh, you know, locking The Undertaker in the casket and or, uh, the, the Ultimate Warrior in the casket and all that. It was just, you know, holy shit. This guy's supernatural. There, there's something different about this. 
Sorry, that dude had that, like, effect for years on me, especially, like, even, like, the Phenom era, like, you know, uh, mid-2000s, like, that even still used to, like, freak me out, but also excite me, and it was, like, you know, when I was, like, 10 years old, just like you, my, he was my favorite guy, I was, like, I, you know, wanted to go to SmackDown so I could see him, because I knew he would be there, and it's just, I have like no words for what happened tonight. I'm, I'm just shocked. I, I think that's. I think the best word, and and we'll end it on this. The best word is stunned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stunned. That's 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 the be all end all description of of Brock Lesnar pinning the Undertaker. And it just really showed, like you know, he is just a man, and at some point, every good thing comes to an end. Yeah, I, I think this might be. I, I know WWE is really pushing the idea of okay. of a reality era. Yeah. Uh, if if they re- if they're really pushing the idea of you know branding this as the reality era, this is definitely like a great moment for this reality era. Like playing with our expectations that way, and it, it's like I was like, wow, shit, it, this is over. Like this is <laughs> this is the now reality, <laughs> and it's sinking in. I mean, they they built the match a couple of years ago, the end of an era. But this, this, this is, the, true is the end of the era. Mm-hmm. All right, I think I think that's really a really good way to look at it. I, you know, it was. I'll tell you an Undertaker story. Huh. I'm a little bit older than Joe. I'm I'm a I'm a fart. I'm an <laughs> old fart. My my old thirty six years. Oh, look at me with my walker. <laughs> My math was wrong, I, I by the way. I, I turned Stampede nine in wrestling. 1990. Uh, Stampede Wrestling was the shit when I was yes. a kid in Calgary. Calgary. Oh, man, it was so good. I mean, we in the playground, we talked we talked Stampede first, and then we talked, you know, WWF second. And then that era ended in 1989. And that was, okay, now, I mean, the only thing I can watch, because we, we didn't get, you know, the NWA or WCW up in, in Calgary at the point in time, was the WWF, and that was the period that they went into where everybody had day jobs, and then they got these magical guys coming in, and uh, the Undertaker was one of them. Yeah, I fucking hated the Undertaker. I hated the magical shit. I thought the it was Undertaker lame. was like a good mix of the day job and the magical, because you know he's like a uh, funeral parlor grave digger, whatever casket maker. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's like I, I got turned off by wrestling. You know, a few years into his his run, Giant Gonzalez with his fucking you know hair suit and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching wrestling for a few years because of that, and I kind of came back. Did that to me. I came back into a late attitude era. Um, you know, just out of other circumstances. You know, just I I I ended up getting uh, a made a made a friend who happened to be an indie wrestler in Vancouver, and kind of got dragged back into it and then I started hearing about some of the crazy stuff that was going on and at that point I was came back and you know I, this dude was on a bike and shit and I was like oh this is kind of cool um and from that point on I my, my whole attitude about the guy changed but I, I never really liked that sort of part of the mythology and now you know having gone back and watched a, a number of the matches involving him outside of the Gonzalez match which kind of was part of the reason I left. Um, I 
I, I can't really disrespect it because it, it's just it's it's a story that honestly there really are few elements in professional wrestling that even can hold a torch even close to it like there's a, a handful at least in the last 30 years so you know for, for me it's not only the end of an era it's an end of a second era you know because I kind of came back into it um, but I, I went through this already with like losing Stampede was rough this one I, I don't know if I'm, I'm sad about I think I feel kind of I like like one of you guys said like maybe satisfied like I, I think I think that's that is a good word. I might change my tune. It, it comes down to Brock, though. Like I, I alluded to earlier, I think a big part of this is really going to come down to what they do with Brock. Like you guys said about maybe getting him to work more. I think that's really an important element of of the whole uh, story here. Tonight, you know, we we have a pretty positive outlook. Um, I hope we continue that. I really do, because as of late, I've. I've had a tough time being a board wrestling fan, <laughs> quite yeah. frankly. You know, doing the SmackDown reviews week in and week out, which I usually have fun with the last month or so, or two even, it's been really tough. Oh, I find it tough even having to, like, I just, I lo- usually live tweet Raw and I'll be like, oh, you know, buy a shirt. And it's like, I even find that hard sometimes. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, what are they doing? It's 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 gonna be in some ways a good thing, I th- I think for WrestleMania if this is Taker's last year because because it will open a significant amount of time on the pay per view, if they choose to utilize it, which is again like I said there's tons of questions about what happened here and that's one of them, you know um, we talked about about Bray Wyatt you know maybe being a new Undertaker etc. One other question of course that we talked about earlier. That we saw nothing about. We never saw the vignette unless I passed out. What does this mean for Sting? Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think maybe just they're gonna put him with someone else. I the idea, the idea that came across in my living room was uh, that maybe they ended the streak so that it's not Sting ending the streak, and that Sting can go over the Undertaker uh, without worrying about the streak maybe I don't know just from the look of tonight it looks like he's just done yeah I mean I, I and and thank you taker is still trending by the way yeah uh, as it should and uh, this this is this is what was just sent out by WWE on Facebook you'll never see more drop jaws and stunned faces than the ones at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome for Wrestlemania 30 the unthinkable happened on the grandest stage of them all Sunday night Brock Lesnar attained the holy grail of Wrestlemania feats and ended the streak no words for it <laughs> no okay so we went we went from there uh, and they went to the Divas match as they should because that's the, that's the cool down between the you know, Undertaker and the main event. Nobody has and to cheer. One hell of a cool down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, was anybody surprised AJ won? No. No. Uh, I was. I was happy. Uh, that was probably the best outcome. Because uh, if Eva Murray won, I'd fucking just quit wrestling. <laughs> she, she got a couple <laughs> of near falls there. <laughs> We're like, no, not her. Anybody but her. And then Oksana comes back in. Like, no, not her either. <laughs> I think especially after like taking in Taker's loss, just like seeing AJ1 was like, oh, that's nice. 
Good for her. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Her her reign continues. We we kind of you know my my wife was kind of uh, rooting. Uh, my my wife is part of the Bella army. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so she's rooting for the Bellas, and then they got into it a little bit, and she's she's like, yeah, yeah, we got sister versus sister, and then they started fighting. She's like, how could you do that to your sister? <laughs> <laughs> like it's for the Divas title. Who gives a shit about your sister? <laughs> you know? I'm surprised Tamita didn't do like a turning on AJ thing. I was expecting that. Yeah, yeah I was expecting. You know, Diesel can't be with Sean forever. Yeah. What do you guys think of the finish? Because it because uh, Naomi didn't actually tap out. <laughs> AJ uh, taps her arm, yeah, and there'll be there'll probably be something to it, like tomorrow or you know there'll there'll be a storyline written behind it, and just no one will care. But you know, I think half of that Divas match is still a blur in my mind because I was, all I was thinking about was yeah, I don't really Taker remember it, and, 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 and I can't blame Puck. you. I, I can't blame you for that. It was just unbelievable. At one point, Chris just like looks at me, he's like like. Is that Rosa Mendez? I'm like, yeah. It's like, you know, she's Marilyn Monroe now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, ha- like half, half of the divas, I was, like, trying to figure out who they were. I was like, who, who's... Oh, I guess that's... I guess that's Naomi, or is that Exana? Or, like, I was just, like, trying to figure out who the hell was who. I would have been happy if it was, like, Emma one. Yeah. I think you know. I I, I think there was a handful of people that we all kind of agreed that you know it'd be okay if this person won, it'd be okay if that person won. But I, I think I, I don't know if I speak for anybody else, but I I really wanted AJ to retain the title. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally just that's comfortable with it now. Might as well just stay the same until you uh, know somebody who's actually worthy of that title. I feel like it would have been a wasted opportunity to just take the belt off of her with like. Not really a, a good build. Yeah. Like, or like, story. like if they built, um, I think, yeah, Naomi's the one who had her orbital bone broken, right? Yeah. If they yeah. if they built her up to win that, then I would have been happy with her losing she, the strap at Mania. She was uh, no eye patch tonight. But yeah, they didn't really end up doing much with that. So when the time is right with the right build, you know, give the belt to Naomi or, or Emma. The ones or who actually can just work. Just someone, someone who deserves it. And, and no. that was my, that was kind of my point as well was, you know, at least as long as it's somebody who can work, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and, but I'm glad AJ retained because, you know, hey, she's the longest reigning WWE cha- Divas champion. At least somebody's streak continues, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Sheik tweeted tonight, Brock Lesnar, go fuck yourself. Ah, oh, nice. Fuck yeah, him! He, he, tra- he, he, he tweeted earlier that he was the only, only one that would beat the streak. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that, that dream is gone now. <laughs> At, uh, at Dolphins uh, 1925 is quite entertaining on on Twitter right now. Yeah, what did he have to say tonight? Uh, oh, quite quite a sh- sh- fucking lot to be honest with you. Um, here's uh, the, <laughs> the 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 post uh, Undertaker loss. Uh, still no word from my source. Flat out despicable behavior. Obviously, I was told Undertaker would win and extend his WrestleMania streak to 22 and 0. Undertaker's streak is over and nothing from my source. I am in utter shock from what's transpired tonight. For the record, my source gave me Randy Orton as the main event winner. However, I have reason to, to believe they have been deceptive. 
Uh, and then it gets even better uh, tonight. Evidently, it's not the case for the reason I've been ordering this shithead and his bogus predictions to attempt to discredit me. <laughs> That's an awesome one. Uh, I have absolutely no faith in his predictions anymore. I strongly believe Daniel Bryan will walk away with the world heavyweight champion. Oh, he got that right. And then I, he, he's just getting bombarded by people. I couldn't care less about my source being wrong or stumped by the WWE, but I don't appreciate being lied to by someone I consider trustworthy. Reveal your source, bitch. <laughs> As a fan, it seems Undertaker's legacy was ruined or at least tarnished by what went down tonight. He was in no condition to complete. And finally, two minutes ago, there was no sugar coating it. He looked like a sad, broken man tonight. It's shameful and despicable for WWE to allow it to come away like that. Ah, dolphins. Uh, I, I love the vacant running um, in the Divas match. Well, vacant, vacant should have won, but uh, <laughs> AJ Lee, I'll give it to her. She, she, uh, she was the one that I, I th- felt that you know they kind of had to have a routine. Tomorrow night, we need a new Paul Heyman guy to show up, um, or Paul Heyman girl for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, th- I think it's time for Paige to come to the main roster. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. Agree. Agreed. Stir stuff up. You know, try to do something that you were supposed to do with Karma and never got done. Yeah, do it yeah. with Paige. She's fucking talented. They, they 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 have you know brought up Emma, which we've seen on NXT. Actually, can go if you give her time. You know, I just feel like they debuted her poorly. Same with Summer Rae. Like we know she can have a good match if if she's capable. Want. Yeah, it's. I mean, there, there's we we have Oksana getting matches, and we have Paige in NXT, and I I know. The Divas division is never going to give, you know, they're never really going to get the same type of level of credit uh, uh, without having time to develop. But you got to put the talent up there and 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 put the uh, the Johnny Ace fluffers off. The show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, how we had to wait a long time to get uh, Trish and, and Alita on that main event on Raw. I mean, th- that was an accomplishment. Um, you know, I, we 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 didn't talk a lot about uh, the Hall of Fame earlier today, but uh, it, it's just something that I kind of had in the back of my head when I when we when you know we before we went on the show earlier today. It's just like if you, that that's something I want to see tomorrow night on on uh, on Raw. That was actually a question we never got to you before before we move on to the card. Uh, the Sting thing's up up in the air. RVD's up in the air. Rusev is up in the air. Any any uh, guilty pleasures from anybody on the show that they would like to see tomorrow night on Raw? Because that that's going to be a big episode. No matter what happens, you you know there's going to be something. Me me, I want Paige. Yeah, I, I also yeah. I also would like Paige. Um. I, I don't know if they're ready for this gimmick on Monday Night Raw yet, but I want the Adam Rose party to come to Raw. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say I, I'd like to see um, someone like Adam Rose get called up to Raw, but at the moment, <laughs> do you think there's room for Adam Rose with characters like Fandango? Like, still, he hasn't quite broken the glass ceiling yet? No, and there's also characters like Xavier Woods, whose T-shirt you can buy on BookerTees.com. Hey, uh, uh, who are also in the in the same 
in the same vein of you know they got the they got the dancing the party kind of gimmick and there's you know nothing uh you know nothing really going on with them mm-hmm. yeah it's like you know you debut like again exactly like xavier woods poor debut onto the main roster like you could have done something else you don't need to pair you know like i don't want to you know sound Racist. Racist, but you don't have to pair the black guys together to get somebody out there. I, I think I, I'd like to see them get their shit together with the people they've already brought up from NXT first before they start bringing, bringing up more. some more guys and then they just flounder around. Especially if they bring up like Enzo Amore or Butch Cassidy. Those Soft! Or was it, was it Butch, it's not Butch Cassidy? What's his name? Colin uh, Cassidy. Colin Cassidy. Colin Cassidy. Colin Cassidy. Oh, I'm freaking the Sundance Kid. I don't know. Um, um. <laughs> yeah, just to see those guys, like you know, they're a weird group of characters, but they're entertaining and they fucking work. Speaking of um, Fandango, uh, just a, a moment. Uh, in the battle royal that we didn't really talk about, when the crowd just organically just started fandangling for him, and he was just like walking around the apron and dancing along, and then Seamus uh, did, did like 30. a billion chest slap uh, those <laughs> chest pound things and just pushed him off. That was really great. I think I think that the number was cool. I think the number was like twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think he did thirty because you know WrestleMania thirty. Well, no, I think we counted twenty seven, and we're like, why didn't he get the thirty? Oh, so and uh, it, it made it made me happy because it was like okay, people still care about Fandango. Like, do something with them. I remember yeah. back in the day, it was like we went to a SmackDown in 2012. Mm-hmm. Back when he was uh, Johnny Curtis, uh, the Let's Get Weird Johnny Let's Curtis, get weird. and it was like they were you know they used to film NXT before Raw or SmackDown. And like we're still we, we that night we brought a fuckload of signs and it was like Matt Stryker standing in the middle of the ring and we just have a sign that says we paid to see Johnny Curtis and he just looks at us and goes why? <laughs> oh, I like uh. Johnny Curtis too actually. He I, I enjoyed I enjoyed what they were doing with him. Um, the Maxine. dying days before NXT switched over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the Maxine. Fuck, and, I love and Derek, Maxine. Derek Bateman, Johnny Curtis, Maxine. That like weird love triangle. That yeah. was really fun. Yeah, we actually had yeah. Derek Bateman on. <laughs> he yeah, was, he, he was he a great guest. One of our our best guests, I think. He, he, was, he was a oh, cool guy. Awesome. He was great, I, but I, I love Derek Bateman. I don't like Ethan Carter the <laughs> third. He was great, but the but the time that we got him was just bad for me because he like he's like I'm ready to go now. I'm like, dude, I am so fucking tired. All right, let's go. <laughs> you know? Did you have him on as Derek Bateman or was he EC3? Yeah. He he was Michael Hutter. He was he was under uh, his real name at the time. It was right in between, and uh, um, so he he was you know promoted as Derek Bateman because that's what he was. Um, and then after the show, I uploaded the show and I, I, you know, posted it on Twitter and everything. And he tweets me. He says, dude, go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember I was just like one night I was just like, I don't ever watch TNA. And one night I was just like, no, I'm going to watch an episode of impact. And all of a sudden I look up from my computer and it's like Ethan Carter, the third debuting tonight. And I'm like, Derek Bateman, what the fuck? (laughs) When did this happen? I realized he was EC3 when he changed his Twitter handle. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was at Derek WWE, and then he was at Michael Hunter, and then he was at uh, whatever he's at now under the uh, EC3 gimmick. Um, yeah, I actually got to go to an NXT once. 
Uh, it, it, not 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 the current incarnation of NXT, but actually season one. Oh. And uh, and the NXT episode that I went to was the first elimination episode. And the first two eliminations on NXT were Michael Tarver and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yeah. yeah, yeah. And look at Daniel Bryan now. Look where he's come. Yeah, it, like, that was just a great... We were talking about it in the theater. It's like, you know, when I... Like, I was out of wrestling for a while... And I started getting back into it once, like, me and Chris started becoming friends. I found out he was into wrestling. We just kind of started watching it again. And it's like, you know, my first few memories of Daniel Bryan is, like, him feuding with Sheamus over the U.S. title. And it's like, look how far he's gotten since even then. It's like WrestleMania 30, he has, you know, both the belts. And then, but years before, it was like Sheamus and Daniel Bryan and for the Sheamus U.S. Championship. Oh, they got bumped off the card. They, okay. they were the pre-show match, oh. and then the following year, they were the opening 16 match. Seconds. Eighteen seconds. Eighteen seconds. Eighteen and seconds. And and and, and heard it for a fucking year. And Bryan brought it up when we were sitting here watching. He says, "Dude, you know, this the entrances for this Daniel Bryan Triple H match was it were." Longer than Daniel Bryan's match two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Which is absolutely true. And then the match, the match itself went twenty-five minutes and fifty-six seconds. That's long. Holy. That's the opening match on the show. That's his first match of the night. He comes back later to wrestle Randy Orton and Batista in the in the main event. They did like another twenty minutes. And and twenty three minutes twenty three seconds. What did you guys think of Rev Theory performing uh, as Randy Orton came to the ring? Yeah, it, was, it was fine. It was, it was is cool, I guess. Enjoyable. It seemed like uh, half piped in, half not. Like it didn't sound. It's amazing. like on the chorus. It sounded like it was piped, piped in. in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. I I just thought it was cool that for once. You know, they had uh, live performers at WrestleMania, and it was a killing time. Like Diddy or MGK, like yeah. with Fucking like Floor Florida and MGK, and the worst being like Kid Rock that Kid just Rock, ate yeah. away at like twenty oh, minutes. Yeah. I I was worried that we were gonna get a Kid Rock thing because we yeah, had the, oh, we had I, the I multi diva. Exactly that's like not this again. I oh have, God! I have, the, I have a question because you know you guys remember you know the nineties better than me. What was the name of that little kid who used to intro Josie. all this Josie. 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 Had that sweater that was way too big for him. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that kid? He died. He, he passed he, away. He, yeah. Dad, he was like thirty-seven. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't a yeah, kid. He, he was like. Died. Yeah. He was. He was. He was a. He died was... in like 1999. Yeah. What? No, no, 2001. It was two, 2000 or 2001. It was right before he released um the cocky album. He was an old dude. He was. Yeah. He was in his 30s and he passed away. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ! Sure. He looked like he was just a fucking eight-year-old kid. No, nah, and he sounded like it too when he rapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys uh, notice at the beginning of Orton's theme that they they played the intro of his yes. um, Legend Killer theme? theme? Yeah. Yes. Because my wife kind of said, whoa, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, it's like, I am voices! And so I was like, oh, shit. And okay, it's like, holy shit, here. holy shit, that's <laughs> Rev Theory. And, 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 and let me let me tell Buzz. you something. After a- after JT Orton gets done here. Uh, the the Let me tell you something about Rev Theory. Because my wife Are likes you not going to let JT order a cheeseburger? Oh, shit. <laughs> all right, l- listen. This is, this is a story about Rev Theory. Rev Theory, if you remember... 
the song Light It Up was the one of the themes for WrestleMania 24. For WrestleMania 24. Uh, which which of course I was at and we we went to uh they had a fan access outside of the usual fan access kind of thing. They had it right across the street from the arena and you could get in for free and everything. And Rev Theory was literally playing all day. They would play a set and then they'd go away and then they'd come back and play the set again. It was the same set because they only had like two albums at the time. And um, in fact, the uh, Randy Orton theme debuted like two weeks after that. But uh, we met Rev Theory. My mm-hmm. wife got uh, my wife has a WrestleMania t-shirt signed by them. And she's talking to the guys, and she says, tells the one guy he kind of looks like, you know, Santino, and tells the other guy he kind of looks like Jeff Hardy, and they're like, who? <laughs> no, they really, don't. Yeah. These guys don't know shit about wrestling, and here they are performing at fucking WrestleMania. You know, like, why can't we be performing at WrestleMania? Besides, <laughs> besides the fact that, you know, even though we're, we're musicians, we're, we're maybe not talented musicians, at least in my case. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, guys. Um, on this night, I'm... I'm dragging here. I'm gonna go. I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed. JT, have a good night, man. You have a good rest. Thanks for jumping in. See you, man. Thanks for jumping in. Good to be back on with you guys again. So, but yeah, that's that's my rev theory story. And uh, there, uh, JT. Yeah, it's my rev. I I I didn't know who those guys were. Um, My wife was kind of like, "It's Rev Theory. Those guys don't know anything about wrestling." That was like the first (laughs) words out of her mouth because because of that story. Uh, They were cool dudes though to meet, you know, like like, and they put on a good show, you know. And I I kind of looked across at George and I said, "Damn it, why couldn't they be playing that that song that they had Ashley Massaro in the video and have her come out instead? Because I'd rather see her than Randy Orton any day." <laughs> and George, oh, fuck yeah, dude! She was hot with all the tattoos. Like, yeah, that's why I let rather see her than Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> of course, when I saw her at WrestleMania 24, the match was so boring it put the lights to sleep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which was the first paper first pay per view I was at that had a power outage. <laughs> uh, the second being Battleground. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! You were at that one. We got tickets. We we had uh like um club seats. So we were sitting. We it was four of us there sitting around a table. We had a perfect view of everything. Uh and and we're sitting there and we're just talking amongst ourselves during the video package. And all of a sudden it's like, what the hell's going on? Dude, we're sitting here like, what the fuck? Did the feed go out? Like, what's happening? We're we're, <laughs> we're like, what the hell is going on? Like, we didn't know anything. And I jumped on Twitter and I saw people like posting like you know the, the the test patterns and everything else that's up on their screens. Just like, oh, this is what's going on at home. This is you know we it's it's you know there's a power outage here and people are not getting anything. And they finally had uh, Brad Maddox come out and say, you know, hey, we ha- we're having technical difficulties. We had a power outage. We'll be back in ten minutes. And. Uh, you know, so it was kind of like, okay, so we're gonna sit here for ten minutes, and then they had the the title match with no ending. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brad Maddox got thrown out, second person thrown out of the battle royal tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would have, I would have liked. Corn beef should have gone to the top. I would have liked to see Mister Corn Beef last a little bit longer. Yes, yeah. he can wrestle. Life isn't perfect. No, <laughs> but. The main event, I think, made up for the the the, the sad 
Yes. You know, the, the shock and the, the it, stunning of the Undertaker. It was a good trade. It was a good, like, storybook <laughs> ending. You know, it was good, like, if the streak's going to end tonight, well... Brian's gonna go over. Yeah. Did you did you think like I did that maybe Triple H had the referee uh, uniform on under the jacket? Because no. that's, 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 that's <laughs> no. kind of what I was thinking. And I, then he a, that would have been interesting. But I, then he brought out Scott Armstrong. It's like oh, I, I love how that's like a six month fucking work in the yeah, making. I like. I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I I can't stand Scott Armstrong as a referee. He's just terrible at counting. So just to hear the announcers go, "It's that crooked referee, Scott Armstrong." I was like, "Wow, crooked like, Armstrong!" Just uh, Scott Armstrong, like even like trending on Twitter is just so weird to me. But it's, yeah, it, it, and it's it just cool funny to see to... Scott Armstrong get a moment of just being this like heel because just I legitimately don't enjoy him as a referee. He no, just he comes out him. and it's like it's like oh there's that crooked referee. It's like crooked. Re- oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, <laughs> like it's that like, happened how long ago? Continuity. We, what? We marked the fuck out when he got fired. <laughs> we fucking loved it. I remember I was watching and I texted him. I was like, I was like, you watching Ron? He's like, uh, no. I'm like. I'm like, Scott Armstrong just got fired kayfabe, and he's like, fuck yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like it when they pay attention to their own continuity. It's it's That was it's actually rewarding. really entertaining. Or it's like when uh, Triple H pulls Mike Kyoto down, I was like, this is Triple H getting revenge for Mike Kyoto pushing him at WrestleMania 17. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought the 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 stretcher job was kind of was entertaining. I, yeah. I did the thought ever it, enter your mind? I, well, th- I I mean I I it was kind of obvious. Like you, we've we've seen enough injuries, sadly enough, that well, that, you, that, that, you, that you we knew, knew it was a work. I but let me work. ask you this: uh, there, the, there, but there was a moment, like just a moment, where they got me, and I, I like that. I like I like being worked. Did you um, ever? Did, I, did the thought I, ever enter credit. your mind? Let me let me ask you this: Did the thought ever enter your mind that Brian's going to get stretched out, Hogan's going to come out and say, "No, brother, this is a triple threat match," and bring out Punk? No, uh, no, no, I didn't actually, think I didn't about think that. I, no, that I, I, that entered moment, my I did mind. Think Punk would like come to save the day. Yeah, we thought yeah. Punk was going to show up. Yeah, I, I, I was still wondering about the Punk thing. I didn't think about Hogan coming out, um, but. Well, but, you, you'll mean, remember that they enough. they used to have the guest hosts have power, and 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 WrestleMania 27 is an example of this, or the Rock coming <laughs> yeah, out and saying too much power. Yeah, Rock coming out and saying no, no, it's not going to end this way. So I, I, the thought kind of entered my mind that what if Hogan were to come out and say no, brother, this is this is a three way match. We're I having three guys. Here's here's your third guy, and bring out Punk. Yeah. But then I, Brian started getting off the stretcher, and that thought just shattered. Like, oh, he's getting back in. He's going to win. <laughs> I, I think, like, just they used Hogan perfectly. They didn't overdo it. And it's like, Hogan can't cut an amazing promo uh, without, you know, putting in that cheap Hogan meat like The Rock would do. Like, The Rock now, I can't stand when The Rock shows up because it's like, you know. Oh, he was fine tonight, though. He was I fine enjoyed tonight. It. He was fine tonight. But usually when it was, like, the whole Cena thing, it was like, Rock shows up, makes a joke, uh, says a catchphrase, makes the point of why he's there, says a catchphrase, makes another joke, catchphrase, and that's it. Yeah, I, you know, and like I said, I missed that entire opening promo. 
And it's kind of like, oh shit, The Rock. Like he wasn't advertised. So that's that's it. He looks a lot better than he did like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. he's smaller. He he looks like he has the physique that he had when he was like still wrestling, uh, like you know, on on the regular roster, like. 2004, 2003 yeah. kind of physique. He looks yeah. he looks better when he's not like jacked yeah, as fuck. You could probably uh, wrestle a little bit better. Probably. It's probably has better ring work. But um, ring. Uh, aside aside from that, aside from that, he was he was actually quite good tonight. He was that 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 opening segment was is fun. It was simple and fun, and I think it pleased everybody. Um, oh, I think sure. everyone would have. I think everyone would have been like ecstatic to see uh, Austin just stunner both of them at the end. Yeah. yeah. But obviously that's not going to happen with Hogan's terrible back and yeah. well, The Rock just being The Rock. Um, but back to like that Brian that main event. I thought that stretcher was going to be for Orton because when he fucking RKO's Brian is back lands right on that fucking monitor yeah, yeah. that spot was unbelievable that, was that power bomb good. to like reverse rko through the table that was insane yeah that that was nuts but then when orton comes crashing down on the freaking tv at the monitor it's like oh yeah. my god like i didn't even realize that at first brian was like oh dude he landed on the monitor like oh shit he did and then he gets up and his back's all tore up you know yeah, yeah, you could totally see like the fucking indentation and the red marks. <laughs> it looked like it's like wait, or Orton is standing. Yeah, I what? thought his back was broken. I was like, that's and, fucking done. And, and to throw it out there, Joe, uh, they're supposed to have the the pay per view up immediately after the uh, the the airing, so you you can hop on your little network there, Mister. You know, Captain it's in America. Yeah, and, it's uh, it's probably <laughs> a, it's probably on right now. They're probably showing the replay. I would imagine. You don't uh, even have to see the replay. Apparently, it's supposed to be on demand. Well, like, I know that, really. but uh, let's take a look. Let's find out. I, I, let's see. Let's Insider see. access to the United States. Of no, America. right right now they're showing. America, fuck yeah! Right now they're showing Beyond the Ring, the Triple H, uh, Thy Kingdom Come. <laughs> there's not a WrestleMania replay on tonight, is there which like is interesting. Man WrestleMania? Interesting. Let's see. Let's see shows. And yes, insider action. Yes, Canada here, folks. Yes, WrestleMania and the pre-show are both on demand right now on WWE Network. Oh, great. So that's great. Uh, so they didn't even need to show the replay right after. Let's share a login and pass. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what Brian was asking me, too. He's like, hey, if I use your password, like, no, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Our, uh, I just found, like, you know, as shocking as, like, the uh, taker thing was, um, just, I, I just thought of it now, like, when like, you're like, I wonder what's going through taker's mind right now. And then you just hear that fucking fan go, you suck. I just I had, I just started laughing. Yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, it, it was we were we were we were talking the whole night, and, and even even through the stunned silence of the crowd, we we're kind of like, oh my god, did that just really happen? You know, and just kind of wondering amongst ourselves, like, wait a minute, what what just happened? What did we just see? And you know, and so we didn't really hear the 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 crowd, you know, yelling out at Lester oh, yeah. and, and and whatnot. But it was a very clear voice, and it's I'm like. Sure. It was a zoom up on his face, and it's just like him trying to get up from like grabbing the ropes, and then they just go, "I wonder what Undertaker's thinking right now." And you just hear this guy's voice just go, "You suck." Yeah, it must have been a guy that w- must have been a guy like sitting like 
not far away from the hard cam or commentary because yeah, right. it was it was so clear and I, I, I kind of hated it because it was just like, oh, that kind of ruins the moment. But I couldn't help but laugh. But it, it was, well, was kind of funny, but I, I wish that wasn't caught. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we've gone through the card. Let, let's, let's talk about a couple of moments here. One was uh, John Cena, when he defeated Bray Wyatt, went out to the crowd and hugged a, uh, hugged a young kid for a very long time. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yes. So I figured Does maybe anybody know who that kid is, or was John Cena just like really, really hugging that kid for too long? I figure maybe it was a Make a Wish kid. Oh, uh, it could have yeah. been, yeah. And then or... he goes around to the other side of the ring, and his parents are there, and and the Bella's dad is there, and the Rock's family is there, and he's hugging all of them. And I'm like, wait a minute, Johnny Fabulous is there, and nobody beat him up. No, I noticed that whole fucking uh, match was like, I kept seeing this old woman standing up and looking, and I was like, why? who is this old woman? And then they showed clips from the Hall of Fame, and she was sitting beside John Cena. So, she is the um, she's the widow of Arnold Scullin. Okay. He brings her to every uh, WrestleMania. Okay. Which everybody in, my, everybody in my house, they were wondering the same thing. It's like, no, she, he brings her to every WrestleMania. That's, that's Arnold she Scullin's was like, wife. St- dumbfounded like she kept getting up and like looking like oh my god is he okay and i was like yeah. who is this old woman why is she here yeah he br- he brings her to all the hall of fames and all the wrestlemanias well, that's i thought nice. that was vlad the super fan no he <laughs> <laughs> was cited he was cited at access so i think he was there. he was probably there really he's doubt still it. around that's yeah. crazy yeah oh it's just a it's a fan who's just been around for a long what, time i didn't hear what they what was his name vlad, vlad. the super fan yeah. oh okay yeah. he's 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 like the the dirty dirts have always reported him as like some some sort of injury happened or some crap and he got like guaranteed tickets to every event whenever he wants to use them i don't know the story nobody does you know, we tried to get him we tried details, to get him on the show but he's like impossible to find a lot uh, of regular was guys. There, I, I assure you, uh, the, the I know he was there, but the wrestling guys ran into him. Apparently, I was listening to one of their podcasts. And uh, what I'm saying though is, it's it's impossible to find him on social media. I can't find him anywhere. When when we were talking about trying to get them all on the show. That's right. Well, as like I told you, man, if if you can make it happen, I I've long ago made contact with Brock Lesnar guy and Frankie the Clown. I I, yep, I can get Frank. them. I bet you money. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to at least just get those guys, but that's that's a that's a, a conversation for another time. There's a thing it, I saw on Instagram. It is one of our dream podcasts. Is, is we have to have Vlad and Sign Guy with uh, Brock Lesnar guy and, and Frankie. Oh, absolutely. I saw a thing on Instagram. There's just like because uh, like I follow Noel Foley, and there's like all these little comments and shit from like Frank the Clown, and it was just like everybody's like. Are you two dating? Are you two dating? And it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> you heard it here first. Heard Noel it. Foley and Frank, Frank the, the clown. clown. They're together. That's <laughs> uh, It's like uh, even the um, Brock Lesnar guy or Frank the Clown. I wonder how these guys fucking afford all these fucking tickets. I would love to just fly anywhere and just sit front row all the time. Well, what I've what I've heard about. Uh, Rick, the sign guy, is yeah. that he doesn't even pay for tickets anymore. He's really? he's in so tight with those guys, they just comp him. He's just got to find I, his way there. Yeah, I Jesus. bet. I bet now that Brock Lesnar guy is probably at the same point. Like they have him in the promos, right? Yeah, and 
it's 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 kind of one of those things where it's part of like the the backdrop where you expect to see him. I wouldn't be. I I I mean I I can't tell you for sure, and he probably would never tell us even if I you know PM'd an ass. You'd probably if I had that deal, I'd shut my mouth. You know. <laughs> but I was hearing I was hearing like seven or eight years ago that people were asking Rick like, dude, how do you afford all this? And he's like. I'm on my fifth credit card. You know? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shit. Yeah. I, Jesus. It's, it's hard enough to get like a seat filler gig. Yeah. Which is the reason I'm actually even on this goddamn website. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that. I, yeah. I The whole reason I'm here is I uh, have a pal who knows a dude in merchandise over at WWE. Um, I haven't paid for a show in Calgary in like a decade. Wow. Oh. That's sick. Lucky I. I, I, well, they don't want the the hard camera side to appear empty, so they actually employ people to like sit in the seats, just like the Academy Awards. And uh, yeah. yeah, I guess you know that's really people, awesome. You know, right? That's great. So I don't know. I don't know if they mentioned it on commentary because, like I said, I had a bunch of people here all talking amongst themselves. But who was the kid that got in the ring with Daniel Bryan? I I think that was like one of like little sisters because like his sister niece. was the one that came in, so it was probably like a niece or yeah, yeah that's, that's somebody what my, in his family. That's what my wife was saying was she thought that was his knee his his sister, and that the little girl would have been probably his niece. Um, okay, uh, now maybe it was just me, and I it just that the moment where he was where he was hugging that little girl with the confetti with the belts and all that stuff i couldn't help but not think about wrestlemania 20 the <laughs> ending, where benoit is like hu- hugging uh you know his kids and stuff just just the the visual similarity um was there let's just hope it doesn't go down the same road <laughs> obviously yeah, on, on the wwe network uh, on the wwe network occasionally they'll show like old clips and and things like that uh just like on the on the actual like broadcast part of the network and uh, one of them was uh, WrestleMania 20 in 30 seconds, or or some stupid shit like that, right? And <laughs> yeah. so they're showing all, they're showing all the clips of all the matches, and it's like uh, they ended on the Undertaker beating Kane. I'm like, hmm, I wonder why That's Triple all, H. Folks. That's it. I, I wonder why Triple H and Shawn Michaels weren't on this. Hmm. <laughs> they just they just found the belt there, and they just couldn't figure out what to do with the belt until SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah when Randy Orton kinda, found it. <laughs> they they they. Th- accidentally threw it out or they lost it in the airport and then it's just like oh uh tsa we found your bags yeah <laughs> we'll send them right to you where's uh SummerSlam? yeah same place it always is damn it los angeles Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so good card absolutely good show i i agree good with show. you i absolutely agree with g I, I think it was the best wrestlemania in years um and, and and whether or not we like the outcome of the Undertaker match, I, I it's on it's you can obviously say that we're going to be talking about this. It's a WrestleMania moment, and we're going to talk. Uh, it'll be talked about for years to come, if not by us, by the commentators. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> JBL's going to fucking every night. You know, he's going to be like WWE Network. You can see things like the end of the streak, end of the streak. End of the streak. It's gonna streak. it's gonna be WrestleMania forty five. Brock Lesnar is gonna be on his seventeenth comeback. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's Brock Lesnar. You'll remember at WrestleMania thirty, he beat the streak of the Undertaker. Like, okay. I don't remember where you were when the streak ended. Well, I remember where I was when I was 
go check in the WWE app, and then Jerry Lawler, he's like, you know, he had a he had a massive coronary years before. before. <laughs> he's he's now. He's he's now not with us anymore at this point in history. Probably WrestleMania forty five. <laughs> WrestleMania forty five. Oh man. I don't know. I think by uh, I don't know. I hope I hope Lawler doesn't die, but I think Alright, uh so let's start our WrestleMania forty predictions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope Lawler retires soon because Oh man. All right. I can't so, take his commentary much. Longer. I didn't even notice him tonight. All that he was really? very quiet. The only thing I noticed him doing was just like drinking his Mountain Dew, which I thought was kind of <laughs> oh funny my God. product <laughs> placement. They didn't. They barely drank that shit the uh, whole night. JBL and Cole didn't touch it. No. Yeah, Lawler was the only one. Lawler was the like, only I'm one. I'm losing my voice. Thank God for the Mountain Dew, and I was just like, "You cheap fucker." <laughs> I I thought he was going for the drink because the lights went out, and he thought no one would see him, so he's just like, "Oh," and the lights came back on, and he's like trying to put the cap back. I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> it, it, no, I'm drinking if, Mountain Dew right now. <laughs> if you guys, yeah, somebody at my house was drinking Mountain Dew too. If you guys actually paid full price for this pay per view, because obviously I didn't, and and I, and I know G didn't, but no, uh, we, we paid twenty seven bucks. Okay, but if you guys spent the sixty five bucks or whatever they're charging for WrestleMania these days, it would be worth how it. well the show would have been worth it. But how would you feel about Mountain Dew commercials in the middle of your show? That you, oh, that you paid for. I don't like it. If yeah. you pay for, I think if you they, I I get like the little ten second things are saying you know tonight's show is brought to you by this, but to have like a legit commercial in the middle of it, I don't like. I it. mean, of I, all the places to put a, the Mountain Dew ad though, in the middle of like the entrances of of the streak match. Yeah, they could have placed that like during the entrances of the Divas or something. Like I didn't want to yeah. see like during Brock Lesnar's entrance like. This show's been brought to you by Mountain Dew! Ah! <laughs> and then, you know, they cut to the wide and the big, like, do the do is on there. I was like, wait, the, the streak is about to happen. Undertaker is just about to but come they out had in, a, like, they had a 10 full, seconds. Full-length commercial for Mountain Dew. Yeah, and and I'm thinking to myself, I I get it because we're just paying ten bucks a month here in the states. But, you know, I would I would say a, a lot of people, and I I think we're supposed to get the numbers. What tomorrow, right, G? Is that where we're supposed to get the numbers? Uh, that is what they have announced. So tomorrow we're supposed to get the numbers. We'll but, see. I mean, who knows? It's, but I, I'm going to venture to say that a majority of people who regularly order pay-per-views jumped on the WWE Network here in the United States. So I can get why there's a commercial, a full-length commercial, and, and a full-show sponsorship of Mountain Dew. I get that. You know what I mean? But, but if I was... Hard. Well, there's one thing, though. Like we, we, we skipped the news this week, and that's fine, because we had a better show without doing the news and yeah. the normal segments. It's more fun to just sh you know shoot the shit. But one, one of the notes in the news was the WWE hopes... Or predicts to have one million subscribers by next WrestleMania, was 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 one of the uh, the speculations from the Meltzer types. Uh, I believe it was a, a Wrestling Observer, and I, I'm not going to shit on Meltzer. And, and, and the Meltzer like types are the ones that said the Daniel Bryan match would be uh, would be on right before the other Daniel Bryan match. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? It's he, he's usually he. Of of all of the you know the internet reporters, he usually has the pulse. I'll give him credit. I I'm not I don't hate on the guy. Like we just talk shit because you know. I think he's um, on a losing streak though. <laughs> CM Punk was back in Chicago. He guaranteed it. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but but I mean, how often has he been wrong? Honestly, like, no, you're you're the absolutely. Reason right. I always put those links to all of the news. Yeah, no, you you're know? you're absolutely right. If you want to check it out, you know where it came from. 
we don't we don't talk a lot about the SES scoops and right. the Russell Zone folks so much. Um, no, when we openly mock TMZ because it's funny. But yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like I like I always say when I when I email folks trying to get them on the show is we're not a dirt sheet. We don't claim to be a news site. We are yeah. fans who That's talk it. about wrestling, and we just you know we shoot the shit about the product. Huh? And, and we always say you know our news is brought to you by CheapHeat.com and AngryMarks.com and and wherever else we can find it from, I guess, because we never have stories straight well, from Cheap Heat or anything. And that's because they cite their sources, you know. Exactly. Well, and, exactly. And they they believe in the same philosophy we do, and and of course, you know, uh, Booker T's uh, at BookerTees.com. Check them out. Um, <laughs> I got to get them a little plug during the, the the Andre the Giant Battle Royal because Xavier Woods was in the match. Yeah, I'm yeah. right, man. So I'm like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? I got to tweet. <laughs> get your Xavier Woods shirt at Booker, at Booker we're, we're, our, The point of our website and, and and our sister site with with uh, BoardHockeyFan.com, I don't know if you gentlemen know it. We have that, too. It's we're, we're a fan. Oh, sorry? Oh, I just had, I did not know that you guys had a site. Well, a board if, hockey if fan. If you're hockey fans, let us know. We'll uh, we'll facilitate uh, that time you nope. want, man. <laughs> they're from Hamilton. <laughs> I'm not a hockey guy. They're from Hamilton, and he's not a hockey guy. No, uh, no, uh, I don't really watch sports. I just watch wrestling. Okay, we fair like enough. sports entertainment. Fair enough. Like fair enough. That's <laughs> all good. It's all good. I, I was actually shocked how many hockey fans uh, were part of our website <laughs> to begin with. I you know, I, I, the Sabres were playing during WrestleMania, and I kept getting the, the texts, the alerts from the uh, Sabres app, and it's like, oh. I had the Oilers game on during WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling people, I, I'm playing a game with George. I'm like, okay, here's the score. How many shots? And it was like, and George was off by one after the second period for both teams. I think he said thirty to twelve, and it was like twenty nine to eleven. <laughs> but but the point the point being like our our website is is much much like uh, the the dot com. Check them out. Buy a shirt. Buy the shirt. Buy it. Right. We, Buy it. We gotta do an NWO promo for these guys. We gotta do an NWO promo for these. Guys. We're 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 we're, fa- we're by the fans for the fans. This is the new Except world order of wrestling T-shirts, brother. We did, uh, we did a bit, uh, we did a bit part on uh, Wonderpot Online's like what was it, like an anniversary show or something, right? And we, yeah, and and we we did like three or four weeks worth of uh, NWO bits to to promote it. <laughs> he, he was bad guy G, and I I was uh, you know I played the Kevin Nash role, and my last line was usually buy the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That, that and and that's first. where we got JT Hogan from. That's right. It, it all began there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the uh, the multiple personality disorder took over, and JT became I, like eight hundred different characters. Uh, I've heard of, I've heard a few of them already. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think I've that should, I think that should be our uh, tagline. <laughs> What? By the Our shirt? tagline should be "Look at look at the look adjective. at the adjective shirt." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I might have to implement that actually for you guys. We might have to to take retake back the buy the shirt. Yeah, for uh, BookerTees.com. We still think you should buy the shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, look, look at, at the, the adjective, adjective shirt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I, I'm like sitting here, like uh, I I know this from somewhere. I know, and then it just hit me, like, oh yeah, <laughs> look at the adjective play. <laughs> uh, I lost in fantasy hockey this week, by the way. <laughs> anyway, uh, so final thoughts. Uh, let's start with you guys from Booker T's. Uh, amazing show. Like I'm putting it up there in like at least top ten. WrestleMania. This is probably the best one since twenty four. I don't uh I don't even remember like I keep thinking like Triple H and Undertaker was last year because I just don't as good as punk is, I just don't remember that one. Or uh you know, seeing Triple H twice, not necessary. Shawn Michaels ones were great, but those pay per views as a whole we're not solid from top to bottom so yeah honestly solid pay-per-view i don't have really one complaint about it yeah i i think it it's been one of the best wrestlemanias in quite a number of years and i mean they surprised me they shocked me they made me feel something Which, so fuck. i mean that's all you can ask for as a wrestling fan is just you know, feeling the show and not just like going through the motions of just like, oh, okay, now the next. Oh, match. I expect yeah. this. This is gonna happen. This like what? Like I, I felt, I felt like you know, I, I've seen, you know, the dreams come true of of two young guys, uh, uh with Cesaro and Brian, and yeah. you know, even the Shield, like you know, they get their little moment to shine. It's and, kind of like you know the Punk shoot promo. It's like, and, is that real? Like. Is this like actually like happening now, or is this a work? I don't know. And it's like with the Taker match, it's like did that happen? Is was there an error, or you know the stretcher with Brian? It's like is this a work? Is there somebody hurt? It's just like they psychology wise, this fucking pay per view. Really uh, at the hurt. end of the day, like I mean, that's what I think attra- attracted all of us to wrestling initially back back when we didn't really know exactly what was going on it was just like this exciting thing and you could really feel it so I mean I loved it it was great yeah yeah I gotta say I think this was the first year in a long time where I didn't have that little bit of doubt in my mind that the Undertaker was gonna win I I I it was just like no they're never gonna let Brock Lesnar break the streak and I think that was the that was the the consensus in my living room was no no way Exactly. And so for them to actually have him break the streak is one of those moments. And it shocked literally everybody. G, what are you what are your final thoughts? Huh. There's gonna be a lot of people complaining on the internet tomorrow. There's gonna be a lot of people are gonna be bitching and complaining about this. And I, I need them to step back for a second and absorb what we really saw tonight. And you guys touched upon it, and he did it well. We saw one significant moment that ended definitively something that no one thought we would ever see happen, and that was the streak. But we also saw a bunch of guys who we all want to see do well, do well. We saw an opening of a door to possibly a whole new era of professional wrestling with the WWE. We saw a moment from a guy like me who was on the breaking point of actually ominously thinking about just kind of walking away, wanting to tune in, not just for the Raw because of 
the fact that we know it's the last draw after WrestleMania, but like what the future entails. And I think that's important. I think that not just because it's me, but because for all fans, we saw the opportunity for the WWE to actually become a much better product and improve upon storytelling because of the opportunities they've given the people tonight. You talk about Cesaro, you talk about The Shield, you talk about Daniel Bryan, just to begin with things. But you also have to look at the performances of guys like Bray Wyatt. Very important. I think this is a good thing. I hope, I really hope that I'm saying the same thing a month from now. Yeah. I don't know. But right now, I, I, I went into this uh, this pay-per-view with lowered expectations, like extremely lowered expectations to the point where I was like, eh, I'll just put it on, whatever. And I, 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 I'm, I was really, really sated. This was an awesome, awesome WrestleMania. People are going to have a tough time wrapping their heads around it for a little while because of Undertaker ending the streak. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, I'm shocked I'm saying that. But I, I'm giving this a 9 out of 10. I don't even have a rating system or a rubric. Thank I'm you. only knocking off one point because I don't think anything is perfect in this world, but what we got tonight was excellent. Yeah, That's that's my take. I couldn't ask for anything better from that tonight show. It's... Three weeks. Honestly, even that stage was fucking amazing. I love that whole WrestleMania 30 oh, stage. Absolutely. Let me tell you, three weeks ago, I went to a show. Uh, it was, it was uh, George's bands were playing, bands, two of them. And uh, another friend of ours was in one of the other bands. And I went up to that other friend of ours, uh, Drew from the Omni Comics podcast at omnicomics.com. Um, I go up to Drew, and the first thing he says to me is, so WrestleMania is looking like it might actually be worth buying this year. And this was just a month ago, not not even three weeks ago. It was the the time the day that I saw him was the weekend after the Occupy Raw, and that was the first time I think that he thought, and I know that I thought, you know, this might actually be a good show after all, because it was looking like no, we're gonna get Randy Orton versus Batista. Nobody cares. We're gonna get. Triple H versus Daniel Bryan, whoop-de-doo. You know, hey, Bryan will get his good, uh, you know, he'll get his revenge on Triple H. Okay, whoop-de-doo. You know, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Okay, that's kind of interesting. And everything else is kind of like, you know, blah. And then as time went on, as we got closer, it's kind of like, you know, this is actually starting to look good. They as, really built up all those feuds really well, really fast. They did, and especially Daniel Bryan when he got his title shot. Yes. As as incentive for winning the match, and even when Triple H said, "Hey, I'm putting myself in," and that little bit of doubt came in that said, "You know, he could theoretically just bury everybody and walk out WWE World Heavyweight Champion," because it wouldn't be the first time he's left WrestleMania with two belts. <laughs> nope. Um, but you know, it was it through it just became okay. WrestleMania is coming up. It didn't really feel like WrestleMania weekend up until today, but it was kind of you know. I can't wait to see this show. Yeah. Because I fully expected Daniel Bryan to walk out with the World Heavyweight Championship, and he did. And I, I was very interested to see if John Cena would actually let 
Bray Wyatt win the match, <laughs> which he, of course he didn't. Um, but now we've got, as I said earlier, the moment. You've got that moment. You've got you've you got a moment for Cesaro body slamming the Big Show over the top rope. You got the moment for Batista and Orton doing the the you know power bomb RKO comment. You got the Shield moment with the triple double. You know <laughs> the, the 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 Tim Hortons order. <laughs> And uh, and and of course, you got the moment with the streak ending, and you got Daniel Bryan ending the show, World Heavyweight Championship, seventy-five thousand people chanting yes, and that's how it should have ended. Oh, trust me, it feels good to have a fucking stadium of people chanting yes at you. We had that when we had that sign. We yeah. walked in one time in the middle of a Zack Ryder match during uh, Superstars. And, like, there's, you know, Chris is in here, and then we have another guy in the room who was there, and it's just fucking amazing feeling when all that attention goes right on you. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we were part of Fondangoing last year. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. that was just awesome to be a part of, and just, I can't wait to see the crowd tomorrow. I can't wait oh. to see how they follow this up. I can't wait to see what Paul Heyman has to say. I can't wait to see if we see The Undertaker. I can't wait to see Daniel Bryan walk into Raw as World Heavyweight Champion and not have Triple H take it away from him as soon as he sees him. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a very satisfying Raw, and if it isn't, then they've already fucked up like an amazing future. And I, I, I always get, like especially in the last few years, I get more excited for the Raw after WrestleMania than yeah, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So, like, you know, someone new is going to debut or someone familiar. Rusev. I mean, maybe Sting. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, just all the fallout to this really great show, that's what we have to look forward to tomorrow. And, you know, it's it really feels like the dawning of a new era. And this is the first time the, the Raw after really kind of took over WrestleMania after WrestleMania 28. When, yep. it, when, yeah. when that's when the yes movement really started for Daniel Bryan and so this is the first Wrestlemania that was actually really good that has this raw after it since that whole thing started so this is going to be a must watch episode of Monday Night Raw we got the whole world in his hands we got the whole wide world in his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. Thank you, CM Punk. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. I, I think we ended on that. <laughs> I think oh, that's absolutely. it. All right, Beautiful. guys. Thanks to the guys from Booker T's at Booker T's on Twitter, BookerTees.com. Go check out their t shirts. They've got some awesome ones, including that Xavier Woods Power Rangers shirt. You know you want it. You know you do. I, want I, shirt. I, I still want my Brack Lesnar shirt. I'm still waiting on that. <laughs> we will get you one eventually. I, I am looking forward to it. Thank All you, right. G, for, for uh, putting me up to doing this, even though we weren't originally going to. Thanks <laughs> and, uh, for uh, messaging us and having reaching out to us to come on today and come on tonight, because we literally just walked through the door, and it was like, you guys want to come back on? I was like, fuck yes, let's go. Yeah, I mean, it was, nice. it was, it was a good show to talk about. And thanks to my wife, who's sitting here listening because Hi, Joe's wife. Thanks for Hi. Thanks. Thanks for giving me a reason to uh, leave my annoying friends. 
Thanks for coming on, Joe's wife. Even though I know your real name, I won't give you away. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to take away your thunder. I'm just listening. So. <laughs> Mrs. You know, thinks you know, so, Joe. Uh, one time appearance. Yeah. Whatever. She's on Twitter. <laughs> at this is awesome. We had a run in. At, at, Kent, yeah. at Kent Caroline. <laughs> I'm only on there once a year. She's on there like once a year. <laughs> and at G of the Internet, of course, I am at Think So Joe. We are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. And Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Don't forget to check out our reviews and everything at Board Wrestling Fan.com and listen to our live podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. at BWFRadio.com. And I promise we will eventually fix the bugs with the site and make sure it stays up during the podcast. <laughs> Nice. WWE, please don't fuck this up. Listen to Mick Foley. Somebody gets it. Thank you. All right. Good night, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks.